Hey everybody, welcome to the Lore Lodge podcast. We just got through about half an hour of technical difficulties because Discord hates my guts. I'm sick, Aiden's sick, neither of us have COVID. Um, that's that's the update for today. That That's it, that's the podcast, goodbye. Uh-oh. Pretty much, yeah, see you later. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Um, yeah, I think I think the the most important new part of this is that I actually decorated the walls behind me. There you go. Um, That's a step yeah, up. I was, I was I was streaming on Twitch hey, the other day. And I looked, looked at the thing and I was like, ah, this is this is boring. This looks like I'm in a cubicle. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of in a cubicle. I'm in my parents' basement. Um, oh, you're in the basement. Actually, this time. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, now I'm in the basement. Uh, I, that's actually part of what I wanted to talk about today because I I'm excited you know assuming everything goes through with with the leasing process I uh, I should be getting a new apartment one complex over from where I lived three weeks ago uh, <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be a two bedroom and we're gonna be able to then set up a studio in that two bedroom where we'll have a big table and there'll be cameras and we'll each have a desk and I, uh, I'll put a futon in there. Um, it's going to be nice. I, yes. however, it's also going to be super duper expensive. So hopefully this channel actually continues to grow and do well. And if you're watching this and you haven't subbed to the Patreon, please $1 a month would really help. <laughs> One complex over. I am, I am struggling. Uh, I also tried to file as a business and I got an email from legal zoom yesterday and they were like, yeah, there was something wrong with your uh, your information, so we need you to call us and clarify some stuff. And of course, they sent this to me the Saturday of Memorial, or not Memorial Day, Labor Day weekend. So, yeah, naturally, I have to wait three days to call them. Uh, also, Comcast, who I called nearly a month ago to cancel my internet plan when I moved out, just charged me for internet at a, an address I don't live at. So I I am just struggling with adulthood at the moment. I'm not enjoying it. Uh, I would rather go back to like 2016 when I was not in charge of anything and uh, everyone was playing Pokemon Go. Oh my God, was that that long ago? <laughs> yeah. Good that's Lord. Long. Well, that was when I was at this all time low concert last night. It was. Uh, How was, was that, by the way? Hands. It was awesome. Um, I was in the front row for about three hours of it. <laughs> oh, boy. It was it was a festival, so it started at 4, and it went till 10. Um, and uh, I was in the front row for a bunch of it. And, of course, if you've ever been in the front row of a concert, there's a barricade there. And uh, there's about two, 3,000 people behind me, all of them pushing forward. And uh, at one point, I just felt like the... The crushing, like I can still feel it right here. Oh God! Like the bruising, and of course, this is the exact set of ribs that I broke in college. So I was like, <laughs> I'm like leaning up against it. And I've, of course, I had to go to the concert alone because I couldn't find anybody to go with me. And, yeah, um, if I didn't have mono, yeah, I, I would have gone with uh, you. Shouldn't be making out with all those random dudes at bars. You know, but they're just it's like just... when they say when they lean over and they say you come here off, and they just got the. The hair flip going, and you know they're all nice in a nice suit. It's hard to say no. It would help if you stopped drinking all those daiquiris. <sighs> it tastes good, man. What can I say? It's just, I was at uh, I was at our local diner. I was at Manella's back in like probably 
must have been twelfth grade, maybe freshman year of college with uh, mm-hmm. with Tommy and John Brennan. And uh, John was looking at the menu, and he was old enough to drink, but we weren't. And he just goes, "What's a strawberry daiquiri?" <laughs> we're, we're like, "That's not." Oh my god! That's not how that's pronounced, John. Uh, <laughs> it's not a daiquiri at all. <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> End my suffering. End it right now. Also, I'm going to really quickly open up a second screen on here so that I can actually see what people are saying. That's a good call. Yeah, we're, we're uh, suffering I together. It's long. fine. Um, 24K Zeus yeah, 213. Um, what, what is YouTube TV? What What is YouTube TV? I'm not sure. That's why I asked. Wait, no, I have. My, my parents have YouTube TV. That's It's like YouTube's version of streaming. Glass of water. You're correct. That's, that is how, in fact, I got mono. Carly, you're absolutely correct. Wawa is vastly superior to Sheets. Oh my God, it's not even a competition. Yeah. L- listen, I I love our our brothers and sisters over in Pittsburgh. At least you're not in Ohio, but uh, Sheets is it's not it's not the same thing. Um, also, Carly just, and anybody else who's in the tri-state area, we're planning on doing some form of meet, like meet get together, probably in October. We're thinking of doing something Halloween themed, just because it'd be very yes on theme for us um yeah i mean that's not limited to the tri-state area it's it's just more along the lines of i feel like that makes sense considering the like we're not expecting people to fly in from like arizona so (laughs) um and just a heads up it's probably going to be like 18 plus just uh yeah we we will consider making exceptions to that but it'll have to be on a case-by-case basis um yeah so if you are under 18 and you want to come to the the aiden with the 3 a.m mcdonald's run it was midnight it was midnight was this something you put on was, your twitch in, or? no i was in the discord with a couple of the guys uh. the, the uh like um the i think i think we were in the cabin or the campfire i don't know it was one of the patreon exclusives ones got it and i uh, no i i went to mcdonald's at midnight because i was hungry um and then i got 20 McNuggets and two cheeseburgers and a Big Mac and fries. And the next day... You got two cheeseburgers and a Big Mac? The next day was spent in pain. Yeah, I can imagine. My my stomach was just, like, falling apart at the seams. Oh, my God. It was was rough. McDonald's is a tough time on the stomach, but you know what I feel like is usually the worst on the stomach? And, like, really quickly. But it, it tastes so good going down. Taco Bell. Well, that's up there too, but Five Guys. You. Five Guys is. Five Guys. Five Guys is fantastic going down. It's not all the time. Might have just been a specific place I went to, but there was a couple times where I went to Five Guys. Tasted great going down. Thirty minutes later, my stomach was like, "Hey, you suck." I, I know. I know you have mono, but why are you now from South Jersey? I don't know. <laughs> Like, like I don't know if you guys in the chat hear this. The way I, I don't know if any of you are from like PA, New York, Jersey. Like, but Aiden has suddenly, but he's now like some. He's a fucking Guido from, you know, down down in Camden. I don't know. I haven't noticed it. <laughs> I will tell everybody in the chat. Uh, I have commissioned the the Wendigo milk shirt. Um, it is coming. Uh, I'm upset. 
that I that it came to this, but when you demand it, it gets done. Somebody said Five Guys Shakes will mess you up. It's Megan 4K. I, I haven't had them, but yeah, it makes sense. I'm not surprised. I think you guys might just be lactose intolerant. No, I'm not talking about the shakes. I'm talking about the burger. Are you like allergic to peanuts? Mildly? No. Is no. the peanut oil? I don't know. No, I, I was wolfing also, down peanuts on the beach the other day. Also, somebody somebody asked in the chat, what are we going to be talking about today? The, the truth is, I've been sick for a week. He's been sick for a week. And it's oh, it's Labor been longer weekend, than a week. And neither of us were really sure even what to discuss today. Uh, I did want to... So this is probably going to mostly be a filler episode of the show. We can, you, um, honestly, let's just have a just rolling... Mostly Q and a. I yeah, I was going to say, let's have a rolling Q&A. Q&A. Why not? Feel free to ask questions. Yeah, so it's this is just gonna be a very casual, like chilling out kind of kind of deal. I I did just dunk on somebody on TikTok for suggesting that King Arthur was English and not Welsh. Um, Aiden, as you know, this is not a thing to challenge me on. Uh, <laughs> Do not try and come at him about anything in relation to the Welsh versus the English. He will bury you. Especially not King Arthur. Yeah, <laughs> like, King Arthur and. Uh, England Hour, two people yes. that you should not test me on. <laughs> yes, I I know I've had conversations with Welsh people where I've mentioned one of these things because I'm, I'm going to school at a Welsh university, and they've been like, "Wait, who's Owen Glendower?" And I'm like, "That's like, that's like the same as talking to an American." I'm going, "Wait, who's George Washington?" Which I know that happens. I know there are people out there who, if you ask them who the first president was, they're like Lincoln. But wait, what? Oh, you got to go online. You got to go on YouTube after this and look up like, um, going on the street and asking questions about American history. Like, it's a lot of them are like Fox News, but um, <laughs> you you get the same thing with like various other. <clears throat> Like, I know Vox has done a few. Breitbart did it a bunch of times. Um, You know, it it was the thing back in 2016, 2017 to go on the street and ask people questions about history and politics and just watch them flounder. Um, Uh, Just really quickly, we got a super chat from BD Clink for $4.99. Thank you, sir. He says, going to Vermont, what should I look for? And uh, my response would be evergreens Uh, because there's a lot of them there. Beyond that, I don't know. That's your that's your territory. Uh, you might see Bernie Sanders. Yep. Um, you might. You know, uh, depending on your political affiliation, that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. Um. Yep. Let's see, uh, what else? Um. Let's see, Vermont. Uh, I, I mean, that's. That's the same kind of deal. You're up with like the typical like uh, like Wendigo territory. As I, I don't know any, I, I'm working on collecting all of the the local folk tales from all fifty states thing, but it's taking a while because on top of so for those of you who who don't keep up with us like video for video, I and and this is another thing I want to talk about alongside the new studio and all that, but I uh, we have. Monday story time, which is fictional stories that I have to compile, read, edit, and then send over to Aiden for him to do the video editing and uploading. 
And then we have Tuesday history videos, which I have to research, film, and send over to Aiden for editing and uploading. We have the Wednesday story time, which we have to compile, edit, send over to Aiden, so that Aiden can read it, um, edit it, and upload it. And then we have the Friday, Saturday lore videos, which I have to read, compile, film, send them over to Aiden to edit, upload. And then we have this. Keep in mind for the <laughs> for the just to add to that for the Tuesday and now Saturday things because it seems like people like it more when it's uploaded on Saturday. It's not like Aiden's just like taking this one thing and then working with it. Like he has to figure out what topic he's gonna do, and then he has to research that topic from multiple sources to compile a factually accurate and interesting like ten to twenty minute video. Um. And then he has to compile that information into something that you know he can flow with. Uh, it seems like you're going to steer more towards the conversational style, which I personally yeah, I, like more. Reading the scripts, like, I... yeah, I just did, guys. It's it's just, just as a heads up, like I think he should do the conversational thing more for his own sanity. Yeah. Because having to edit him while he's trying to match a script perfectly, like, makes me want to give him a hug. Because the amount of stress he puts on himself to make sure he's hitting it perfectly, I'm like, my guy. It's not, it's not good. It looks, it looks rough. I yeah, look you like don't I need to do it. I mean, you can't like you do it inevitably, but it's just like you could have so much more fun just the conversational thing. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, I the did video. That. That's what I did with uh, the video for this week, the the Nathan Hale video, um, which I don't know if you had a chance to look at and edit yet, but um, it shouldn't be that long. It's probably like a twelve to fifteen minute one. Yeah. I think my recording of it was only 20 minutes long. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what I did with this one is I just sat down and I had my notes and I just read through and went off the top of my head and I looked up a few quotes and whatever. Um, <clears throat> I've been working on the Brian Baru one that's going to be next week. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the one of the high kings of Ireland. He's kind of like the most famous one. Um, oh, cool. Remind me, what's the topic for tomorrow? Nathan Hale. Right. Okay. Just making sure. Also, glass also, of water. Also, if you want to do a, uh, if you want to do a John Paul Jones one when you're healthy again, I'm I'm fine with you doing that. Like you're. Oh, I might have you're, to. You're welcome to do that. Okay. Cool. Thank um, you for reminding me that that was in a thing because I will. I absolutely will. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up, glass of water for five dollars. Thank you very much. Said uh, go here, buy go buy some Nyquil in the throat lodge. Believe it or not, I don't know if you can see that, but I've got a hauls in right now. And I have some NyQuil. Yeah, I have NyQuil in my, my, over there. And there's some DayQuil in the bathroom. I've been doing whatever. This is the I, most I've talked since, like, Friday. Yeah. Back when I, uh, back when I hadn't um, actually been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder yet, mm-hmm. I, I, I developed a bit of a NyQuil habit because I couldn't sleep. Um, so there was a period of time where I was taking NyQuil, like, every night for six months. Oh. <gasps> When I was like 21. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the fun thing about NyQuil is if you take it and then you wake up like two and a half hours in to it, you completely dissociate from reality. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. It How is, so? I just remember there were nights where like my phone would buzz next to me or something like that and it would just like, it would wake me up and I would just open my eyes and everything would be swimming and my like vision would be kind of funny and I'd have auditory hallucinations and like, oh Jesus 
Yeah, uh, it was one of those kind of things where you felt like you're not quite in your body. Like there's lag whenever you try to move. Huh. Um, <laughs> that's one. That's a great way to describe that. Who just popped into the chat to say Skinwalkers and Wendigos are fake? Uh, Amos. Are, are you are you new here? <laughs> Opinions on <laughs> chalky milk from critic. To be honest with you, um. I just had milk for in May for the first time since I was like a toddler. Um, Cause I, yeah, I just, I, I, when my mom was trying to switch me off to off of formula to milk, I just wasn't having it. I just didn't Sorry, like what it. What was Obama doing? Huh? You said Obama was trying to switch you off of milk. No, my milk. mom was trying to switch me off of uh, formula on the milk. I just wasn't having it. I didn't like the taste. But I liked orange juice, so I would just drink a ton of orange juice when I was a kid. That's how I got a bunch of vitamin C and stuff like that. But I hadn't tried milk since then. Uh, and this was back in May. And I, I just I was convinced I hated the hated milk because I, I anytime I would smell it, I would just be like, oh, like I, ugh, it's so bad. And then I was just I was on a road trip with a buddy of mine. And he's like, what do you mean? you've? <laughs> what do you mean you haven't had milk? And I'm like. I don't know. I just didn't like it. So he, we bought a thing of milk and I, I, I said, it was like, I'll try it, whatever. Um, I tried it. It was okay. Like I didn't gag or anything, but it wasn't great. So chalky milk. I just, uh, I just enjoy the thought of you and Rex on a road trip and him like force feeding you milk. <laughs> like, <I> just... <laughs> yeah. And we were in this little like no, log was, cabin. 23 year old. At 23 years old believing in that. Um, <laughs> what you... um, Fire Z says Obama's, Obama's 80s mom confirmed. Mom. Yeah, I can confirm that. I've been to his house. Uh, My last name's actually Care. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Oh my god. Uh, glass of water for $5. Uh, your thoughts on sleep paralysis demons? Um, I, I am, I, I, I would like more research to be done on the phenomenon because I feel like it's kind of been written off as like having an overactive imagination, but so many people experience it and so many people experience the same exact thing and it's cross-cultural, especially with uh, the hag being probably the most widely reported one. Um, like there are so many people across the world who report waking up in the middle of the night, unable to move with an old lady sitting at the end of their bed saying their name. Like it, it's, it's uncanny. Um, so I think that we've, we've maybe written sleep paralysis demons off as the function of an overactive imagination or just kind of like a waking nightmare kind of deal. And I, I think it would be at least worth studying, studying more. <clears throat> I would agree. Also, I don't. What is this? What is this logical fallacy here? Of if I believe in Wendigos, I must also believe in the Boogeyman and Bigfoot. <laughs> I don't understand. Yes, if you believe in, if you're Christian, you must also be Muslim. Um, <laughs> oh, that's great. If if you're an Eagles fan, you must also be a Cowboys fan. Um, like th this is not a this is not a this line of logic doesn't make sense. Um, for example, I believe 
I believed in Carson Wentz. <laughs> I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. Um, <laughs> and that's within my own football team. Uh, I believe no, in Harvey I mean, Dent. Sorry. Also, like, when you say skinwalkers aren't real, what do you mean? Because skinwalkers, as in Native American shamans who perform rituals and put on animal pelts for the purpose of taking on the form of a coyote, uh, is a very real thing. That's that's a, And whether you believe it or not, that is, that is something that people do actually go through the ritual um, with the intention of doing that. So... Like okay, wait. They're, they're real. They're, real they're quick, Matreon just Matreon just said if you're from New York, you must hate New Jersey. I I would say that's a bad example because kind of yeah, that that actually is true. <laughs> if you're yeah. from any state surrounding New Jersey, you you have to hate New Jersey. If you're from any state, <laughs> yes. Period. <laughs> if you I had don't. A theory yesterday, I was talking to some some guys from uh, Chicago. Yep. At uh, this all-time low concert in Philadelphia because they drove 16 hours from Chicago to Philadelphia to see the Wonder Years. Not even to see all-time <sighs> low. It was to see the Wonder Years. <laughs> That's insane. There was a significant number of people who came from Chicago to see the Wonder Years. And to be fair, the Wonder Years were great. It was an awesome show. And Philly's their hometown, and they haven't performed live in over a year and a half. So, like, they were... They were awesome. They did. Oh, what was it? Their first show back or something? It was their first show back in Philadelphia, and I think they said 680 days. Um, And they're from they're from Lansdale. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're like a hometown band for us. Um, Got it. You know, one of their uh, one of their songs is uh, the chorus is "I came out swinging from a South Philly basement." (laughs) Um, That's great. Which Lansdale is not in South Philly, but I think they moved to South Philly when they got started. but yeah, no, there's a, uh, they've got a line that's, uh, I've been avoiding Rittenhouse like the plague. Like it's like a lot of their songs have very that's great. direct Philadelphia re- references. Yeah. Uh, there's one about um, like Center City and like um, just all these different, uh, all these different references they make. But uh, we were talking about it and how everyone, everyone in like the Midwest, if you include Pennsylvania in that, um, which I guess like Western Pennsylvania is kind of Midwestern. Um, Real quick, I don't know if you just... everyone in the Midwest hates Ohio. And my theory yes. is that this is because Ohio is surrounded by Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania um, culturally. Like, so Michigan, and I think it comes down to if you're in Ohio, the likelihood that somebody you ran into went to a big 10 school for college or somebody they are related to went to a big 10 school for college means that you likely grew up hearing somebody hate on Ohio constantly. Mm. Because if you go to Penn state Pitt, and Pitt's not big 10, but Penn state Pitt, um, Michigan, Michigan state or Wisconsin, it's just everybody hates Ohio state out of that group. So if you grew up, around Ohio, you probably heard people just hating on Ohio because of football rivalries. Yeah, it makes sense. So I think that's why Ohio gets so much shit. But then there's also Midwest emo as a genre of music, which I saw a meme today, and it was somebody screaming about how they sit when they pee sometimes, and somebody grabbed a guitar and started playing like a little acoustic riff over it, and it sounded exactly like Midwest emo, 
like oh like the front God. bottoms and like that kind of stuff. And I was like, <laughs> that is weird. <clears throat> uh, real quick, Russell the Outlaw said for ten dollars. <clears throat> Thank you very much, sir. That's very beneficial. Uh, hey, so let's, let, this last Saturday, my friend went up to the bluff I told you about, and he said he was chased off by a hellhound-type creature. I'm going this weekend. What should I take for protection? My initial response would be, why are you going? Just just I mean, don't go. I understand go. the curiosity. This is some white people shit that we're doing right here. Yeah, like um, the, I would go, but you should go. Just, you just outed yourself as white, by the way. Um, <laughs> that is something only white people do. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I I can't remember exactly how you described it off the top of my head right now, but um, I mean, the the big thing would be, like, don't go alone. Don't get out of your car if you don't have to, and if you insist on getting out of your car. Um, a, a shotgun loaded with, like, uh, buckshot is pretty much good protection against anything. Um, and if you're worried about supernatural stuff, rock salt. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, but supernatural got most of their lore right. Yeah, first five seasons. iron as well. Iron will um, just bring like a crowbar with you yeah. as well. You you can't you can't rely on it perfectly for everything, but generally, if there's something that you're curious about, and you watch an episode of Supernatural on it, uh, you're gonna get the right general idea. But yeah, it's a good starting um, point at the least. Yeah, rock salt and iron are both generally used as protective wards. Um, also, if you're dealing with something that's like Native American, white ash or uh, sage are both good. So, you know, that might be. I can't, Russell. Where was the where was the bluff again? Have well, you the... considered that Ohio is just garbage? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we've all considered that, because it's I've, true. I've been to Ohio a few times as an adult. I I was stunned every time by the utter lack of things to do. Yeah. Have you ever... Also, in... every sign I saw, every single sign I saw, not every single, but most of the signs I saw were, like, as I was getting within an hour of Columbus. Yep. Almost all of them were, like, about how they had the world's largest adult gift shop. And I was like, how many signs do you need to tell people this? Like, it was, like, starting a a while out and just kind of, like, slowly working its way in. And I'm like, this is weird. And, of course, after each of those signs there will be some sign from your local Baptist church about how you're going to burn in hell for your sins. Um, it amazes if, me that the line... If the reason you're going to Columbus, Ohio, is to go to the world's largest adult gift shop, then, you know, I think the Baptists might be right about you. Yeah. Uh, it amazes me that the line between Ohio and Pennsylvania is just so blatant. Like, driving east on the end of the road trip with Rex, we approached the, the border... And immediately, like, it got more hilly, it got more green, and I'm like, oh my god. Like, Pennsylvania is just blatantly better than Ohio. Like, at, at the border, it was rough. crazy. You And also, like, you get into Ohio, and it's just flat. Yeah, that's, that's the worst part. Flat. And Pennsylvania's all mountains. Yeah. 
like it it's actually kind of crazy if you look at a topographical map of Pennsylvania how much of the state is mountains. Yeah. Because yeah, in the wild. southeast you don't really have mountains, and in the northwest you don't really have mountains. But it's like the middle eighty percent of the state is Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. Like it's 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 Appalachia, and it's like I, if you go to the Appalachians in Pennsylvania, the people that live there pronounce it Appalachia. Um, it's a park in central Wisconsin. Ooh. Okay, Wisconsin gets a lot of reports regarding um, dog-like things, and w- one of the most common ones is the the dog man. I think I, this is one of the ones that I don't like. I, I don't Wait. agree. What? Can we acknowledge the rest of that that statement that he wrote? He said, it's a park in central Wisconsin. Also, I'm half native raised redneck, so I'm about to do some dumb white stuff. <laughs> that is one of the best things I've ever read. So thank you for typing okay. it. Also, also yes, uh, yes, technically they're, yes, they're not real mountains for like skiing and whatever, but yes. like. Really quickly, so we don't miss the uh, the other super chats, glass of water for $5. Thank you very much. Says, white people and horror go together like PB&J sandwiches. I would absolutely yes. agree. Uh, just because it's an interesting thing right above that uh trey schweitzer uh says hey me and my friends want to go to the woods last night uh there was a bad smell and the woods went silent except for whistling and it followed us for three mile walk back to town yeah it sounds we all know what that sounds well, like at you this did point. the right thing walking um yes don't run when the, if that happens um trying to see uh i'm just uh carly oswald said uh, my friend is going camping in maine and i told her to stay on the trails with someone and keep her son close also if you hear something no you didn't if you see something no you didn't that's a very good way to look at that uh pyre z for two dollars thank you very much says hope you guys are having a great evening thank you we are despite our illnesses thank you. uh dying a little bit inside yeah, why dying. is iron important in supernatural development I actually don't have a good answer to that off the top of my head. It's just consistent. Yep. Like, <laughs> iron just seems to do it. Pyre Z, Wisconsin just has a bunch of furries with dog personas. That's incredible. Yeah, but that's what I was trying to say. I was I was on a show. I was on another person's podcast. I was on a Krypton Paranormal Committee's podcast like a month ago. And they asked, they were, we were talking about the dog man thing. And I just, I can't get behind it. Because with with the Wendigo, you have this, like, hundreds of years of Native American lore. And with Skinwalkers, you have hundreds of years of Native American lore. And with Black Dogs, you have hundreds of years of English and Welsh and Native American. Really, everybody's got a Black Dog. Um, you know, Norway, you've got hundreds of years of Trolls. Uh, Iceland, hundreds of years of Elves. And then the Dogman just kind of, like, pops up. And you get this really detailed description, and it goes in all the newspapers, and then they write a song about it, and it just feels like, it feels like the kind of thing where they, they made it up, for the newspapers, um, because I think it was in the seventies, the first appearance of it, and and now people see the dog man all over, but you know nobody's, it, it doesn't feel as genuine to me as a lot of these other stories so i i don't know i i don't i 
I I obviously could be convinced if there were compelling evidence, but I don't think the dog man is really what it's said to be. Two things. One, BD Clink, why do you want to ski with a Wendy boy? That's what I want to know. What what is the appeal there? I think he I means don't... a ski walker. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> and then Holly Marquise. There's a cult in my town that is full of people who think they have the spirits of wolves and go around howling at night. Are they skinwalkers or do I call 911? Yeah, I think the, I think they just need help. Yeah, that's. I think they that they. Me of, uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Why? There's uh there's there's a cult in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood that lives under Rome, and they're like the sons of Brutus, I think they're called, and they wear wolf skins and they attack you and they howl. And you have to fight them off, and there's this whole scene where you have to go into the catacombs and chase them around. And So it seems like these are just the furries of wherever this small town yeah. is that are... But in, in a way, I mean, that is, like, if you get into the more, like, the actual ritual and everything of the, the Skinwalker stuff, like, that is not far off. Um, hmm. I mean, they the idea behind Skinwalkers is that they do get, you know, they... they perform a ritual so that they can either spiritually or physically turn into uh, these these animals. So... Yeah, debatable, I guess. Glass I mean, of water. they're definitely not skinwalkers unless they're actually going through specifically the Navajo cultural ritual for becoming a skinwalker. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's not... It, it would be of the same general practice, I guess. Hmm. Glass of water for five dollars. Thank you very much. It says thoughts Thank on you. leprechauns. Leprechauns. Um, that's going to need to be a lore video. It's a good Cause, question. Because here's the thing. Um, whenever I say something about Irish stuff, I need to be very careful. <laughs> yeah, ever since because the incident, the, yeah. The thing about Irish people is, uh, Irish people are awesome. They're a lot of fun to drink with. Got some really cool stories. Uh, I'm doing a video on Brian Baru. I'm working on it right now. Uh, but when you get something wrong, or even that they interpret to be wrong, even if you're right, if it crosses, if it's against what they believe to be the truth, they will not hesitate to tell you this. Um, Irish people are kind of... Uh, aggressive in their their habit of correcting people. So I'll, I, I will do a at least on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did not know Coke was originally green, but I, I guess that kind of makes sense. Does it? Does it? I mean, the, the recipe was a bit different. Fair. There was actual cocaine mm, in it. Actual cocaine. Missed those days. Um, you know, it's a better time. Simple oh, time. if we only we could bring it back. Go to the pharmacy and get cocaine soda. Why not, right? Yeah. Um, um, Captain um, At. Original Captain recipe Coca-Cola will not be at the Halloween party. Well, <laughs> yeah, that'll be at the after party. Um... <laughs> Uh, Captain Alien for $5 said nothing. Thanks. 
Well, thank you. <laughs> is that is that a is that a Pepe? That is a Pepe, yeah. Is that a Pepe with science lab goggles? I believe so. We need more Pepe's back. Okay, but also people who would say keck, like out loud. And I didn't like those people. Keck. I, I didn't like the people who said keck out loud. Like, because it, it was like saying LOL out loud, but somehow worse. Lol. Because you'd sit there and somebody would be like, you'd say something funny and they'd be like, ha, keck. I, I just, this, the Irish would come out in me and I'd want to strangle them. Um, yep. Did you, uh. You're asking ever... me so many questions, glass of water. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a good thing. Did you ever consider getting one of the Kekistan flags? No. <laughs> I have a I have a Templar flag here. Uh, so glass of water for five dollars. Thank you again very much. Um, Krampus asks Krampus Disney live action remakes question milkshakes and smoothies question thoughts. Like, okay, so haven't seen Krampus, so I can't say I, anything about it. I know. Well, Krampus is based off of an actual folklore thing. Um, I should probably get ready to do Christmas material. It's September just started. I know, but we're already planning like eight weeks ahead. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, in and terms of live action remakes, yeah, that's true. In terms of live action remakes, I get why they're doing them because they're they simple and easy. They're extreme. Well, they're extremely unnecessary, but they're a very easy money maker for studios. So, like, I get why they do them. Um, you know, I was down with it not until great. they did Mulan and filmed it in the same province where they have a concentration camp for Uyghurs. And then Disney thanked the paramilitary organization that's executing Uyghurs for letting them film in that region of China. Yep. That seemed a bit tone deaf to me. Um, especially when you consider how how nationalist of a film Mulan is. You but Aiden, you for you forget you forget how much money that China makes, or you forget how much money yeah. that Hollywood makes off of China. Oh, I don't forget. I think about it every day. Oh yeah. Um, Have you? Do you yeah, remember the fact that they intentionally involve Chinese characters now in blockbusters and yeah. set them like, for example, The Meg. They intentionally filmed the or like set the last third of that film in China. So they could market it to that audience. I'm gonna be honest with you, I did not watch the Meg. It was fun. It was also yeah, clearly, uh, clearly baited. I, yeah, it's I. I don't like what Disney is doing when it comes to what it has China become. It's, it's very unethical. Um, so I, I just have an issue with Disney in general now. Um, for those of you that didn't see, I actually got. Uh, the, the people who did the, the Satan shoes with Lil Nas X reached out to me and uh, gave me a little token that I can redeem for uh, merchandise in 2024 when the Disney uh, trademark, trademark or copyright, I can't remember which one, on Mickey Mouse runs out. They're going to make Mickey Mouse merch, but they can't nice. say that yet. So now it's just called Famous Mouse by Famous Animation Company. Um that's great but yeah so that was fun that was my first official collaboration with any like big company was basically like getting after disney 
um, which I feel is appropriate. Uh, but yeah, I. Long story short, not a fan of Disney live action remakes, but uh, I am a fan of especially the uh, metal version of uh, "I'll Make a Man Out of You" from Mulan. And I was listening to it in the car the other day, and uh, it struck me that it's it's just Confucianism. Um, but it also struck me that you could 100% make a Jordan Peterson edit of that entire song. Um, oh, I need like, to see that now. Like you could, you, you could do it. Cause, um, he, he'd be like, you must be swift as a coursing river. Uh, with the force of a great typhoon. Like <laughs> you could do the whole thing. If you're not um, going to rescue your father from the underworld, then what, what do you, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> It's that you have to climb the hierarchy, so you know it's yeah, tra- it, tranquil, tranquil as a forest, but a fire within. <laughs> Incredible. I just remember his, his whole thing on uh, on Joe Rogan a few years back, where he was just like, uh, you know, talking about how, um, you know, a, a good man isn't somebody who's weak. It's somebody who has like the capacity to be a killer, but holds it inside of them. I'm just sitting there like. This is literally what the Mulan song is about. Uh, <laughs> also, that song when I when I extraordinarily sexist. Like there are a ton of there's a ton of moments in the song where he's just referring to weak men as women. It's brutal. Like, everything that it implies, they're like, oof. The '90s were a different time. Still yeah. slaps though. It still slaps. Um, Hard not to, right? Uh, yeah, if, also, it, it gave me whiplash because I was listening to the, the Peyton Parrish version of it, and <clears throat> I just had it on Spotify's shuffle for his his uh, his account. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, my God. And uh, it goes from this metal remake of I'll Make a Man Out of You to a cover of God Gave Me You, the country song. And I'm like, did you like um, Did you like that cover I sent you, by the way? Which one was it? The Thousand Miles cover. Yeah. In Blink-182 style. Ah, I thought it's I so love, good. I love, I love Alex Melton. He's he's awesome. That's great. Uh, real quick before we miss, miss him. Uh, Jive Money 7 for $5. Thank you very much. Said, uh, if you if you kill a fresh... Is this a fresh? Fleshy I think commercial? it's a fleshy. If you kill a fleshy that making itself look like a human, would it stay in human form or turn back after you killed it? Excuse me. Okay, so first I need to acknowledge that he said Freshly because I hate Freshly's marketing. I hate their marketing so much. What is Freshly? It's, like, it's one of those like meal kit delivery things. or I think theirs are actually just pre-made meals, but they're like, millennials are ditching takeout for Freshly. And I'm like, they're, millennials uh. aren't ditching anything for anything. Like, mm. if you tell me that millennials are, you know, if you start your ad with millennials are, I assume that millennials are doing whatever the opposite is. Yep. It's like, uh, it's next like millennials is... killed the housing industry. It's like no millennials can't afford homes. Uh, yes, because <laughs> Gen uh, X crashed the market. Um, Captain Alien for five dollars. Thank you very much, sir. Says as a well, straight male. To answer the question. Sorry. Go, I thought you did. Well, slow down now. What are you doing? Um, we should do an slow. entire podcast where we just talk in Jordan Peterson voices. Um, I'd be down. <laughs> I gotta get better at the accent uh, first, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would but can you do former, this? Uh, 
so that's the thing. Um, if you're talking about a a skinwalker, um, nope. Nope. I would there I would go. say that it either stays. It, it's it's hard to answer the question. I mean, from what I've read, uh, they don't transform back into animal form. And with Wendigos, uh, we found some oddly proportioned skeletons, but we've never been able to prove that one was a, a Wendigo. Um, so I would say it probably, I, I would say it probably stays in whatever form it's in when you killed it. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, as a straight man, y'all be looking. To... That's the I next one I was going to get to. Yes. It, what is it? It was, uh, Captain Alien for $5. Thank you very much, sir. It says as a straight man, y'all right now, y'all be looking damn fine with a little smirky face. It says Ryan Reynolds, who? And you know what? Yeah. You just made my week, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, somebody said, uh, Hayden, what do you think of the rise of paganism in the U.S.? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. <coughs> if people are sticking to the actual practices of Norse paganism, for example, go for it. Fine. Fine by me. I don't care. You do you. Um, I, I think as long as you're not kind of romanticizing it, um, to, for, for the sake of like, like, I, I know a lot of, a lot of, uh, white supremacists. I know that makes me sound bad to say I know a lot of white supremacists, but I, I promise it was for good reasons. Do you actually? Um, yeah. From college. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you did box one. I, I boxed, there was the whole boxing a Nazi incident. Um, Have we told that story on here yet? I've told that story so many times. I don't know if we've told it on here, but there, in college, I had a boxing match with a Nazi. Um, I had an interesting college experience, but I, a lot of them were like Odinists or whatever, and would wear like Thor's hammer and whatever. It, it just, it was huh? stupid. But if you're if you're following it because for whatever reason that's what you connect with the most spiritually, or you genuinely believe in it, that's you know fine. Uh, you know, you do you, I, as long as you're not doing it for any, you know, heinous reasons, <coughs> obviously human sacrifice is not good. So as long as you're not practicing that aspect of it, that's also, that's also okay. I actually had this argument with a friend of mine last night, um, because I was talking specifically about neo-paganism and Wicca because Wicca was invented in the 20th century. It is not paganism. It is, it is, it's a fraud. It's like Scientology. Um, dare I say, it's like Mormonism. Um, but, uh, and I, I might get a lot of hate for this, but uh, if, because there's, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm a witch. And there, there's a difference between like actual, like medieval and classic era and, you know, Neolithic. And basically there's a lot, there's a difference between actual witchcraft and Wicca. And I think a lot of people don't really realize that. They don't understand the origins of what Wicca is. And I, I've been going back and forth on whether or not to do a video on this. Because it's just one of those things that's going to really bug people. Um, but the issue with Wicca is that it's deliberately mischaracterizing Celtic paganism. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about Celtic paganism. Most of what we've been able to find out has been reconstructed either from 
uh, analyzing loner words between Celtic languages like Welsh and Irish, or uh, Christianized versions of Welsh history. And so it's, uh, I can hear that guitar, by the way. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so I have an issue with Wicca, specifically, because um, it's it, it, it had nefarious purposes when it was created. Um, so I'm not not happy about that. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, if you're practicing paganism because it's what you connect with the most, like, I, uh, go for it. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm personally a Christian. Um, but, you know, you, you do you. Uh, just make sure that if you're going to do it, you actually do your research and you follow the actual practices. Otherwise, you're going to have people like me who are going to roll their eyes when you tell them that you're a Celtic pagan who is friends with Fenrir because those are just two completely different cultures. Um, <clears throat> like, I, I've, I've had people in my, in my comments who are like, oh, yeah, I know Jormungand. He's chill. And I'm like, he is the world serpent, and he lives at the bottom of the ocean. I don't think you share a cubicle with him. Um, what, what, what we got going on here? Uh, what, what else is in here? Um, I have not heard of Jonathan Young. I'll have to look that up. I'll look that up right now. Maybe I have heard of him, and I'm not thinking of it. Jonathan Young, musical artist. After you're talking about, uh, he does not look familiar to me. But I'll, I'll look into him. Gamer tech, Aiden. Gamer tech, Aiden. <laughs> uh, yeah, he caught me red-handed on that one. All right. Um, I'm Gen Z and we should not exist. Hey. Hey. Are we Gen Z? <laughs> Technically, I believe we are, yeah. I, I feel like I've had a bunch of millennials tell me I'm Gen Z, and I've had a bunch of Gen Z people tell me I'm millennial. Yeah, the... Like, the, I, in, the in the Discord, like, we had an argument about it, and it was like, everyone was like, you're a millennial, and I'm like, and me and Pep were like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> the range born between 95 and 2000 is weird. Like, it, oh, it's... So is, yeah, is, is, is he like, uh, like Dan Vasque then? Because he does a lot of good metal covers. Stuff. Um, it, I feel like if you were born in like between 95 and 2000 there's like a little micro generation there where you can kind of choose which one you want to identify with more um, I, I, I always say that the difference is um, if you remember 9-11 if you remember 9-11 you're a millennial if you don't remember 9-11 you're Gen Z interesting and, and in that way people born in 97 like me could be either one because i know people born in 97 who don't remember 9-11 but i have distinct memories of that day like yep, you know i i was like four i didn't i think it might have been three actually i didn't like watch the news and see the planes crash into the towers but like i remember the general panic so um although i guess that would kind of rule out people born in 2000 because they almost certainly would not have memories of 9-11 yeah but people born in 2000 are definitely gen z yeah i do not agree that gen z spans from 97 to 2012 <laughs> i just do not agree with that i sent something to your email can you please react on stream is it 
the lore lodge. I would imagine so, One, yeah. Only uh it's gonna take me a second to pull that up, but I mean since we're doing the kind of like since we're just kind of vibing on stream tonight, I see no reason why we can't do that. Yeah, this really do be a uh, uh This is the one a just chatting stream. I swear to God, if this is something really questionable and I open it right now, I'm going to fight you. Oh, I can't wait to pull this up finally. <laughs> Hang on, I'm almost there. I'm, I'm pulling it up now. Hold up. <laughs> this is like the most niche thing I have ever seen. And it, it applies perfectly. I have to download it. Do it. It's not anything sketchy. But Jive Money Seven definitely has us pinned. He he has got us pegged. <laughs> it's still downloading. My my computer's running slow right now because I'm running all this different stream stuff. But yeah, it's coming up. I have in started second. to figure out Streamlabs on my own. There we go. I may evolve past the need for you. Oh boy. <laughs> This is it downloading? <laughs> Tannerite Roombas for indoors, assault Wendigos for outdoors. Oh, I love it. That was fantastic. Little known fact the Second Amendment applies to owning your own Wendigo. <laughs> Most people aren't aware of that, but it's in the fine print. It's in, it's it's a really small footnote. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, have you studied runes at all? Uh, well, when you say runes, that can mean a few things. If you're talking about like Elder and Younger Futhark, yes, a little bit in college because uh, I took an entire course on Vikings. Um, but I. Uh, I haven't gone into it extensively. I want to. I want to learn um, the the alphabet because I think it would be kind of cool to be able to read stuff. But currently, my mind is focused on learning Welsh and then Irish and then probably Norwegian because there's a lot of movies from Norway that look really good, but I hate subtitles. I'm one of those people. I I will not watch subtitles because when I watch a movie, I I want to look for all the fine little details because, like, it's, you know. Um, filmmaking is such a like specific process and then people will put subtitles on a movie and it's just not what's this oh thank you and it's in the lore lodge mug <laughs> my mom just brought me tea there you go that's very nice yeah, uh, how can I join your guys discord would love it's to be in it all bad uh, uh jive money seven that's gonna Mattis. be dot card dot co yeah it should be in the description e i d a n the m a t t i s 
No, it's Aiden. Aiden Mattis, not Aiden Diamondus. Card.co. If you go to that link that I just sent in the chat, um, that has Patreon, Discord, uh, Twitch, Instagram, PayPal, everything. So if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, help us fund the new studio. Uh, like I said before, the $1 tier actually really helps. Uh, I don't think people realize quite how much that, that means because that, that really does add up. Uh, I did the math. Um, if 10% of my TikTok followers sub to the $1 Patreon, uh, that would be $70,000 a month. Obviously, I don't need $70,000 a month. But my point in saying that is... Well, if... we we need it, though. If we're splitting it properly, okay, yeah, we yeah. need it. Well, okay, I don't think either of us need $35,000 a month. Oh, a month. Point... <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant a year. Yeah, not per month. So, but yeah, if 10% of my TikTok followers subscribe to the $1 Patreon tier, we'd be bringing in $10,000 a month off of Patreon, or $70,000 a month off of Patreon before taxes and fees and whatever. So it'd be less. But... I mean, that would be beyond enough for us to fund new studio and good equipment. And part of what I want to do is uh, create a studio that we can rent out to other podcasters who are just getting started, who don't have the money to put in a few thousand dollars for computers and lighting and microphones and all of that. And, uh, you know, we can rent it out for 10, 20 bucks an hour and then have, let people who want to get started you know, use the thousands of dollars equipment that <laughs> equipment that Aiden and I have compiled. Um, Cause you know, I've got, I've got, I've got a few hundred dollars in microphones. I've got a $2,000 laptop. Like I've got a $400 camera. I mean, it's, you know, I've got another $500 camera. So like the, the amount of stuff that we could let people use for a very low price, if we could just get the space for it, um, we're, we're trying to push people towards, towards that Patreon because that's a reliable source of income for us. Um, and obviously I don't expect 10% of my TikTok followers to ever sub to the Patreon because that would be ridiculous. But you know, even if it was 1%, that's still 7,000. Um, and with $7,000 a month, Aiden and I could both actually do this full time. That could be our, I think that would, at that point, we would be making more money than either of our I mean, I, I do this full time now, but that would be more money than your job, I think, right? Uh, yeah, it would be just over, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, uh, my point is not to say that Aiden and I don't make a ton of money. It's just like, we, we would well, be able we don't. to do this full time. Yeah, we don't. We're, we're, we're scraping by. Um, but, Very much uh, so. Yeah, so, but no, I mean, if, if 10% of our, our YouTube subscribers did the the $1 Patreon, it would get us... $2,000 a month, which would be enough for us to at least invest in more stuff, um, and pay for the studio space and all that. So it's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to harp on this, but, uh, it, it has been bugging me all week a little bit. I've been thinking about it and how, um, stuff tends to, how it's hard for smaller creators, I think, because a lot of people don't, a lot of people think that YouTube and TikTok, like the revenue there, they think that it's decent when you're starting out and it's really not it's hard to take the time to do this kind of thing full time. And I'm in a position right now where I can, I can, I'm living with my parents for a couple months. Anyway, I'm in a position right now where I had the money saved up because of my old job and I am able to live with my parents for a couple months and, and make it work. But there's a lot of people who 
you probably subscribe to and who you really enjoy who you know burn out early on because they just can't sustain it and it's the kind of thing where like if you're willing to pay 15 bucks a month for netflix or 11 bucks a month for hulu if you can toss in an extra dollar to support your favorite content creator on patreon it actually means it it means a lot to them they're not just talking about me um you know like guys like i you know um wendigoon and mudahar from some ordinary gamers and like these these uh these guys who started out fairly small um and just you know the, the when you think about that the guys who are still around think about the guys who are still around that you watch that's probably one percent of the content that you enjoy that we're able to to push past that level and get to a point where this is sustainable for them so you know and i'm not i'm not saying me necessarily but uh what i did was i took 20 bucks a month and went and picked like my favorite creators out there and one of those for one of my favorite video games he's a modder and he does an amazing job it's uh perduno and he did a a world of ice and fire which is a mod for uh mountain blade warband and i taught i put five dollars down for his patreon and you know i've got five dollars here and a dollar there and just picked like my favorite content creators and set aside some money to to support those people because when it's just you and it's one person at a time it's not a big deal but when you got a few thousand people who are willing to donate a dollar or two every month it, it really does crowdsource all the funding you need to to sustain this as a career. Um, you know, I, I say that as somebody who actually has a lot of followers, <laughs> like a, a considerable amount of followers. Uh, and I, I do my best as, as a larger content creator, like on TikTok, to go and... Um, to go and try and, like, boost other people. So I, I will, I'll stitch people whenever I can and I'll, I'll at people, I'll try and include every now and then I do a video where I'm just like, Hey, if you like me, you might like these other content creators. Um, I've had, a, we've had a few people on the podcast now who we've got a couple of people scheduled who are smaller than us, a couple of people scheduled who are bigger than us. Um, you know, it's just that kind of thing where you're trying to, it, it's, we, we got to look out for each other, I guess, as content creators is what I'm trying to say. Um, and as people who consume this kind of stuff, I mean, up until June, I was, I was one of you guys um, watching this. Same with Aiden. Um, you know, we, we were both, we were both just like you guys sitting in a, in a live stream, watching people we enjoyed talk and being like, yeah, I can spare a dollar. Um, but yeah, rant, rant over. That's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's, uh, see, um, uh, we're both sick. That's why we're not together right now. <laughs> I have mono. We don't know what he has. It's not um, COVID. Yeah, we know we, that. we somehow. I've been sick most of this summer, and I I have not gotten COVID yet, at all. Like I had bronchitis weird, for most of July. Go we go out fairly often in a town that doesn't have COVID restrictions, and we're, neither of us has had COVID, and now we're both just laid up with like, he's got mono, I've got a cough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and you know and what the random, weird thing is too? Abdominal pain. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's it's fine. I'm sure they're not related. <laughs> I would hope not. Actually, no, I would hope that they are because if there's if yeah, there's two the, things wrong with you. <laughs> How likely is that? Also, yeah. uh, if if you do like this mug, by the way, um, obviously I'm not getting like the best image of it, but if you go to the lorelodge.shop, you can get this mug. 
along with a number of other fun, pretty things. Yes. Uh, the the t-shirts we have, the hoodies. Oh my god, I got the hoodies in, dude. Are they good? The hoodie, the hoodies are nice. Like, oh, how exciting! Comfortable. Yeah, they're they're better than the the unqualified apparel ones were. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. They're they're nice. They they are comfortable. Um. All right, what else we got in here? Uh. Thanks, and I joined and posted the video I sent you guys, so the stream isn't left out. Also, awesome. just because this is a fun uh, place to do it, um, and because I have it in my hands, I'm going to show off the guitar I made. That's not what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. I'm just realizing these are my initials here, but I guess they could also stand for Tech Aiden, which is fun. That's true. But yeah. Or it could be like some sort of cult symbol. True. Becca said that it's apparently the same symbol that they use for the Appalachian Trail. And she was like, you know, you stole the Appalachian Trail logo. And I'm like, no, they stole my logo. So, yeah. Yeah, this started out as a very different looking guitar in high school where I made it for a class. And then over the years, I swapped out pretty much everything. Like the most recent one, it used to be painted black. And then I charred the edges and put a clear coat on it. This used to be a white pickguard. I've changed it to the blue. These used to be boring plastic volume and tone knobs. I've changed it to aluminum. Yeah, that was like just a shitty like Squire when you got it, right? It wasn't even a Squire one. It was a kit one. Oh, God. Yeah, and so I swapped out the, the old pickups, which were just shit, <laughs> like cheapo pickups. I swapped them out so for... So what's, uh, what's the same on that? Is it the, the body and the Just neck? the body. The body, yeah, not even the neck. The neck is new. It had, it had a rosewood yeah. neck before. I swapped it out for a maple, but that was a couple of years ago. The tuners are newer. I did because this is this is the second overhaul I did. So the first overhaul was changing the pickups to Seymour Duncan Classic 50s, changing the neck to a maple neck because it's lighter and whatever. I, I I eventually want a Strat with a rosewood neck as well just to have the variety. But yeah, and because the neck was different, it needed different tuners. Um, and then the more recent time, I changed the the body style, uh, the pick guard. The, t uh, the knobs, and then I ch I changed the the five way switch out for a ten way switch, so it's the normal. Yeah, those love is ten ways. Exactly. So it's the normal uh, five way for a strat, and then flip it up, and there's a bunch of different like humbucker kind of style options and things like that. You get uh, these two as a humbucker, these two as a humbucker. You get all three of them together. You get these two as a regular strat. So it's Got fun. Yes. Oh, we love it. And then I, I uh, uh, we do have we do have a few. Um, yeah, feel free. Go ahead. This isn't a guitar stream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can do a guitar stream. I, I, I've been thinking we could do some IRL style Twitch streams. Also, oh, we should. Uh, I've been talking with the I've been talking with the guys with with the boys, and they want to do a Dungeons and Dragons. Oh game. hell yeah! Let's and they're do it. they're okay with me streaming it on Twitch. Let's go. So we're it's gonna be uh, Norman Wade Sean you and me. Uh, possibly also John, if he's that's gonna be so, so fun. I, also, you're gonna see like us in our like natural habitat <laughs> with a bunch of our friends. So the a dangerous will be game. Phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, uh, Russell the Outlaw says. Uh, so I just tried looking up the URL and got a very sus result at the bottom of the page below your Insta. Um, I'm not sure what the sus result would be. Also, to the two questions that just came in about the guitar, Matreon, I. I now isn't a good time to play you tunes, but I, I maybe I can do some 
some Discord stuff for uh, Plants and Tunes. I am I'm learning more. I'm getting better. Uh, I'm not great, but I'm getting there. Um, the one, the also, ideally, Aiden and I are going to play together at some point. And then, uh, Holly, do I play classical guitar? Um, not really. I, I just mainly play... We have a friend who does. Yeah, I, I play songs that I like. So, like, lately I've been trying to learn a lot of John Mayer. Don't listen um, to him. He only likes John Mayer. I know. It's it's bad. No, I did just learn all of the um, the guitar solo to Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 uh, earlier today. It's not, like, finished or together or anything, but I finally have all of the pieces together. It just needs to get smoothed out. Um, But, yeah. Uh, and like yeah, a what, lot of like wait. pop and rock from the late '90s, early 2000s. That's my kind of vibe. Oh, oh no. What? Aiden, Aiden spelled the or not Aiden Russell spelled uh spelled the uh what did he spell wrong? wrong? I don't know what he spelled wrong, but he spelled something wrong, and apparently it was not PG. Um. What did you spell wrong, Russell? Yeah, I'm wondering what he spelled wrong. Um, maybe he spelled it the Vorlage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I um, hope not. Matreon says that if I stop eating Big Macs, he'll solve the abdominal pain. And you know what? I can deal with the abdominal pain. I actually have only had McDonald's twice in the last month. Uh, I've been trying to cut back on my fast food intake, but I have excluded Wawa from that. <laughs> I think Wawa is a better option than McDonald's, dude. Yeah, definitely. But I'm I'm gonna try and really knuckle down because I'm I'm feeling chunky and not in a good way lately. So uh, I'm gonna try and do some meal prep because I did that in college and I it was easy enough. It's just I've been lazy. Uh, apparently, people on TikTok are getting tuberculosis. Makes How? sense. How are they doing that? Like, you have to try to get tuberculosis in America. Like, it's... You have to actually make it a point to get tuberculosis. Uh, Matron says he got his t-shirt and it smelled like battery acid. Yeah, heads up, if you buy the merch, it does not smell good when it arrives. Just wash it, and it smells fine after that. Um, I've gotten plenty of stuff from spring before. I've gotten uh, samples of a bunch of our stuff, and it does not smell good when it gets to you. Here's the thing about, like, a t-shirt you buy from, like, a retail store. They all get washed before they get sent out to the stores. So when you get it, it's been washed. When you get something that you bought directly off an online store that wasn't shipped to a warehouse first, it came right off the printer, got packaged and sent to you. So, and that this counts for me and Geatsleys and... Star Wars Theory, and literally anyone on YouTube that does their merch through spring, when you get it, it's going to smell bad. And you just got to wash it. But they're comfy. They are very comfortable shirts. Um, Kid Collector Comics says, love the work you guys do. The stuff you talk, is talking about really interests me and some of it really makes me think. Y'all are doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That makes us feel good. That's, that's good. My mom sent us $20. Just Thank you. Um, what do you guys think of the bipedal wolf people of Maine? Uh, we did a video on the Palmyra wolves um, a couple weekends ago, and that I think might have been our best performing video ever. Um, and I I don't know. So I was skeptical because I couldn't find 
any sources for the Palmyra Wolves outside of Mr. Ballin and Paranormal Witness. I looked up Palmyra. I looked all over the town on Google Maps. I was looking for the house and I couldn't find it. And then we had Saucy Dad or Nick Nick Boss on. And he's from Maine and he was very serious. He was like, oh no, this is a thing here. So uh, I definitely, I think it's something. I would love to go up and uh, and kind of visit the house and everything from the Palmyra Wolf story. And uh, I've gotten some pictures from people all over the country of weird animals they've come across um, on ranches and stuff like that or that their family members have found. So I think that there's definitely something going on. I can't say exactly what I think it is. Um, but I, I think there's definitely something weird going on up in Maine. Um, you know... I don't Matreon know how in terms of the Palmyra Wolves thing was, but I think that there's some, there, there's something funky going on, and I would love to have an opportunity to go up and do that. Um, I think at a certain point, if we're once we're making enough money doing this, that we can um, really put some more effort into things uh, and do some more travel and everything. There's a couple documentaries I actually want to set up. One of them being Palmyra Wolves. Uh, one of them being like. Um, sort of like the, the Appalachian horror kind of genre. And I also want to do one on Atlantis. Um, so I think that's just a bunch of different stuff that, that we would like to address. What were you going to say, Aiden? Just uh, in terms of ma- what Matreon said about uh, I'm waiting on the sword duel. As are we, it's just this in terms of when we're, we're actually going to be healthy. Yeah. It's best to not... What's that? I think you have a sword too, right? You have you have your own. Yeah, hang on, I'll go get it. You still you still have your hand and a half. Yeah. And you also have your sword. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on. I have I have both the the gladius and the hand and a half right here. Living million year old frogs are found in coal frequently. How do we know? So yeah, for those curious, these are the types we are going to use. This is a Roman gladius here. That's not an accurately sized Roman gladius, but yes, sure. Yeah, it's pretty small. And then hand and a half, which is like the the Game of Thrones style, you know, medieval mm-hmm. sword. And Aiden has a a single hander. Yeah, my my mine is a long sword. It's actually very similar in length to his hand and a half, though. Yep. It's just it's built for only one hand as opposed to two. Yeah, it's built for use with a shield. Um, I usually use it with one and a, like a hand and then a hand on the pommel. Um, it's I actually looked. I checked it today. It is exactly the same dimensions as my actual longsword. Is it really? Yeah, uh, my my actual sword's obviously a bit heavier, but well, yeah, I would imagine not by much though, maybe a pound. Um, hmm. And if it were if it were hammer forged instead of cast, because it's technically, I, I don't know whether it was forged or cast, honestly, but I think it's it's not quite the same quality as something that's like Damascus seal. Um, oh, custom Antioch sword, my next A D field project. I love it. You'll love to see it. Um, also, if we're talking about guitars, I kind of want to. Yeah, go get yours. I'm not going to reach all the way over there. It's like go get it. It's all the way over on the other side of Go the Go get it. Uh, Mine was all the way back there, and I went and go got it. Yeah, but your headphones are wireless. 
It's fine. I pulled it out on Twitch the other day. But, oh. All right. It is is getting to be be that time. So yeah, uh, if anybody else has has further questions, I think we're we're getting close to the end of the show. Um, probably probably could take a few more. But, yeah, I would uh, say yeah, so. If anybody has uh, further super chats that you wanted to get in or just questions, shoot them on over. Custom Antioch get, sword, get my sword. next ADD pro- fuel project. That's great. I don't get the sword. Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, there you go. Get the guitar while you're at it. Oh, he can't hear me. All right, guys, I can play a little bit now. Ready? Anybody recognizes this song, I'll be impressed. answer that question really quickly not that i have heard of no not birds because you the way skinwalker transforms into a skinwalker is they kill and skin something and then they put on its skin so it would be really hard to skin a bird but uh yeah so here here's the the practice sword i have it's as you can see just a slightly shorter version yeah, it's a very Aiden similar has, style. I think our, our blades are actually almost exactly the same. Probably. Um, but this is like a, a cavalryman's longsword, essentially. Um, this is what you would have if you were on horseback. Uh, or this is generally the kind of sword, the length of the sword that knights would carry. Um, yeah, these are, the pro- these, are, these are the two that we'll probably use whenever we end up doing that. I, I think we should do that in Valley Forge because it'll be great scenery. Um, yeah, that's true. That'd be then, cool. This guy is the actual sword. You know where you can get these? You know where you can buy these without age verification? Amazon. Where? <laughs> really? So this one this one is more based off of Viking style, but this would be like later Viking. This this is like 10th, 11th century. And that's stainless, but, uh, right? Yeah, this is actually surprisingly light. Um, maybe five pounds and it's actually pretty poorly balanced a lot heavier towards the hilt but um it's more of a showpiece <laughs> i would love to get an actual nice sword but i don't have that kind of money laying around at the moment oh and there, there the practice sword goes and then of course because we're showing off guitars this is this is my baby there we go this is telly it's a Fender Telecaster. It's black. I actually see a lot of pop-punk musicians that have this exact guitar. <coughs> like, down to the same neck and thing. Wait, put, do you have the strap with you? Yeah, it's American flag. Yeah, show them how low you ha- fucking put your strap. <laughs> this dude is the most pop-punk guy ever. <coughs> For context, like, this is where mine sits, right? Mine sits here. Do I have a pick? I do have a pick in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
like all the way down here. Yeah, look at him. It, it's all the way down there. Yeah. Like, how do you? I couldn't I can imagine. Play it I can get it like down to here, but that's just a little uncomfortable with your hand. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like up here by my damn shoulder. Aiden, Aiden's guitar is set up for efficiency. Mine is set up for style. Yes, Patreon, without age verification, Amazon will not check to see how old you are before you buy the sword. That is the other thing. Um, if we are able to get the studio set up, um, I want to get some actual recording equipment and we could do some live jam sessions and have musicians over. <coughs> I would not I would not charge the Wendy boys with a sword and shield because um, they move much faster than you do. So that was a fun video. Ooh, that was one I wanted to do, Aiden. I'm listening. Was a uh, a deadliest warrior. Uh, Knights Templar versus Jedi. Oh, that would be fun. Templar Knight versus Jedi Knight. Um, but uh, we would have to we'd have to give the Templar Knight Beskar armor. Oh God, that sounds expensive. I mean, obviously we're not gonna like reenact it, but it would be a fun little like video to make using Star Wars stuff and like cutouts yes. from Kingdom of Heaven and um, Nightfall and shows like that. That would be fun, actually. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Uh, Fresher in Bible College told the Bible College. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, when you say Bible College and professor, I get worried, and I say that as a as a Christian who studies religion. Um, for like that was that was one one of my minors. Um, and medieval studies was a very religion heavy course. Tell us um, why you get worried, Adrian. Tell us why. It's the same reason I get worried when you have, um, like, colleges that are just STEM colleges. Mm. When, when you don't, when you don't have a good balance, mm -hmm. um, you you tend to lose lose some stuff. Um, yep. I swear to oh, 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 there it is. Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, no. So. Uh, God, what's the, what was I going to say? Um, what does, I'm trying to remember exactly what the word means. Yeah. Okay. So it does. It means it means terrible lizard. That's what I thought it was. Um, so yeah. So both the words uh, Dine and Saurian were both both words in Greek before they became dinosaur. Um, part of the reason it, it is very likely that dragons came from 
people discovering dinosaur fossils and then getting mixed in with other legends of flying things. Um, which, of course, if you look at this guy right here, the, the, the symbol of Wales is a red dragon. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very likely that people found large fossils and, uh, you know, decided that they were dealing with dragons and maybe the wings got added in because they over time mixed up the stories with stories of other flying of flying creatures versus and dinosaurs and they kind of got melted into one or you know maybe they did find an archaeopteryx at one point and they were like oh what this um <laughs> fire okay so the issue with using a sword against a wendigo is not that the sword won't kill them it's that you're not going to be able to swing the sword fast enough and it's going to move quicker than you can actually keep up with. Um, they move very fast. They move very quietly. So by the time you turn around to actually hack at it, it's on you. Um, so that's the issue. It's not because dismemberment would work if you cut it. Actually, I, I will say this. Simply cutting off their limbs does not kill them because according to the Ojibwe, 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 Ojibwa, Ojibwe, I believe you said before. I, that's what I said before, but I was wrong. Got it. I think it's I think it's Ojibwe, Ojibwe. I think I might be wrong about that. Um, point is, there's a one of the one of the stories is about a Wendigo who steals a child and decides the child's not fat enough for him to eat it yet, and they hunt the Wendigo down. They cut off its legs, and when they come back to see if it's dead, it's like sucking the marrow out of its own legs. Um, oh, well, that's so pleasant. Yeah, uh, Simply, like, dismembering them won't kill them, but if you cut off the head, it will. If the Vikings conquered everything, we're like, no, nah, we aren't going to sell here. I'm a great one. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the, the Vikings were not um, simple. Uh, they were a complex society, but yes. It was a faith-based program more on staying in relationship with God and studying the Bible. Gotcha. Swords all you got, my fat buddy. Now we're hanging with Winnie Boy. So exact, exactly. That's why real men use snow shovels. Exactly. It's uh, <laughs> they're one true weakness. Uh, nerds and fedoras says, "Hey man, really love your content. I've always been really into lore since I was young. Keep up the good work. My first lore obsession was the Legend of the Goat Man and his bridge. Any thought? There's a lot of Goat Man legends. Um, and we also got uh, satyrs and fawns. So I think that there's something to it. Uh. But I'm I'm curious about what it could be. Uh, I have to do a little bit more digging before I form a solid opinion on this. I'm not quite as certain of it as I am with the dog man. Um, also, goats are associated with Satanism and Luciferianism. Um, I would not put it past some, you know, Luciferian cult to run around wearing goat heads. Uh, but yeah, so the thing is, there's a Maryland goat man, there's a Delaware goat man, there's a Texas goat man, there's a Florida goat man. A lot of them seem to be associated with bridges. So I. That sounds very like trolly. You, you got to wonder if it's all like variations of the same original one. And they popped up at different at like one popped up and they popped up everywhere else. Or if you're actually having people simultaneously experiencing the same thing, which since you have satyrs and fawns. I can see how it would be. But also if you've seen that one video on TikTok going around with the goat walking on two legs. Um. Like, goats can do that. So, you, like I said in the TikTok that I made about it, um, 
maybe some dude was just off in the forest on shrooms and saw a goat walking on two legs and uh, took it a little too far. Uh, any lore speci specific to Ohio? Helltown? Um, which, to just give you the synopsis... Oh, are you looking it up? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get the exact... I'm going with Atlas Obscura to give you guys a... Got it. Um, also, uh, Carly said blue snow shovels to be accurate. Yes, yes correct. Uh, also, just yes, a heads Mom, up. the three Billy Goats gruff would be along the same lines. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a, Wow, you are digging stuff out of my childhood. Um, <laughs> that's great. You can find me a cryptid from... My... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so. Yo, uh, I, I love this because I, I, I wanted to get the right, the right wording for it. But, uh, mm -hmm. the extreme folklore surrounding the region formerly known as Boston, Ohio is ironic since the only verifiable legend about the town is that it is deserted for a very frighteningly tragic reason. Founded in 1806, Boston Village's original claim to fame was its standing as the oldest village in Summit County. Boston's relatively uneventful life took a turn for the worse in 1974 when it became the unlucky victim of nationwide anxiety over the country's disappearing forest land. Using the laws of eminent domain, President Gerald Ford signed a bill that gave the federal government's National Park Service jurisdiction to expropriate land from the establishment of the national parks. The NPS decided that Boston Township would be the new home for the Cayuga Valley National Park and began buying the properties of its longtime residents. The evidence grows, as one might say. It's just like, it's every time. Like, you know, there's all these, all these stories about it. And of course it's like, oh, well, the only really weird thing is that, you know, it was bought up by the National Park Service. Yeah, it's weird that the National Park Service bought it up. Why'd they choose this village in Ohio to build a national park? Like, there, I'm sure, I'm sure there was nearby forest that they could have used that wasn't in Boston, Ohio. Like... Uh, it's yeah. I gotta. We gotta do a video on that. I think it's schedule. I think I have it on the schedule. I'll, yep. I'll check. Um, my mom asked if I want Rita's. She asked me an hour and a half ago. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> oops. Sorry, mom. Um. Yeah. Is is Helltown on on the list? It's not. I'll add it to the list. Good plan. But uh. Yeah, so it's just the national parks thing, man. I, I got to do a uh, – we got to do a video that's the national parks thing revisited now that we have a bit better setup and everything and better equipment and whatever. Agreed. Uh, but, yeah, it's it, it, it's more than a coincidence because it all these national parks are in areas where weird stuff happens. Yes. Very much so. Also, Holly Marquis says, that's amazing. My town is known for a satanic daycare. 
What what is a satanic daycare? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Who who's like you know you know who would be good at taking care of my children? Satanists. Sounds like a logical conclusion to me. Like. And to answer Matreon's question, I think very few. I think very few National Park Service workers are actually aware of what's going on. Uh, if I'm right about this, I think it's probably just like an elite group of them with, you know, top level security clearances. But uh, let's see. Um, Wendigo says, be sure to smash that like button. That is a good point. Be sure to smash the like button and the subscribe button if you have not. And also the uh, the the share, the, the notification bell, all of that good stuff. The, the TikTok um, with the, uh, yeah. the TikTok with the credit card. Yeah. <laughs> the owners allegedly performed satanic rituals in the daycare. It was a baby fighting ring. You know what? That's pretty brutal. Y- you know what? <laughs> Even for a guy like me, that's cold. If you set it up right, then you had like a gymnastics mat and some foam padding on the walls, and you gave a bunch of toddlers like sparring helmets and pool noodles, I think it would be pretty entertaining. Would it be entertaining? Probably, but probably also not very healthy for the toddler. True, yeah. Um, well, it just reminds me of like, I, I, I was in college from 2016 through 2020. We had midget wrestling at one of the bars in town. Did you actually? Yeah. Was it champs? It was champs. (laughs) (laughs) It was of course the bar that partners with Barstool. (laughs) Yeah, naturally. We had midget wrestling and that's how it was billed. It wasn't little people wrestling. It wasn't wrestling night, and then there just happened to be a round that was midgets. It was midget wrestling. And it was packed every time. I mean, they're making an honest wage, I guess. Yeah. Champs Champs was a a place. Uh, 10, 10ME10 asks, how's the moving going? Slowly, now uh, that I've been diagnosed uh, with mono. Uh, but it is going. Give him the foam Minecraft swords. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember the golden era of Nerf? Yes. When Nerf had like the line of melee weapons. Dude, it was Nerf or nothing. It's still Nerf or nothing. I have right. a bunch of Nerf guns over on the other side of this wall. When are we doing a? I kind of want to set up a like gun yes. wall. <laughs> For Nerf in my guns? apartment in the studio with Nerf guns. Please, <laughs> please. Oh, we need to do a, a lore community. People walk, in, people walk in and they're like, you know, they're for the podcast or whatever. And there's just a wall of Nerf guns. It's like, yeah, you got to fight your way out at the end. <laughs> well, we have to do a lore community Nerf war eventually. <laughs> Holly Marquis goes, it sucks because we're known for the satanic daycare and not the wolf cult. What, like, I don't want you to dox yourself, but I what really want to know where the this? hell this is. <laughs> this is just you, not okay. Can you like DM me and tell me what town this is? 
Yeah, and we can definitely have a nerf battle. I don't think we can do that in Valley Forge, but we could probably do it in uh, one of the parks in Phoenixville, as long as we clean up. Yep. Because who in Phoenixville is going to be like, yeah, you can't do that here? There's always somebody like that somewhere. Yes, but are the cops going to enforce it? No. <laughs> Dude, Phoenixville cops are actually pretty cool. They're chill as fuck. They, like, when you went missing that one night, we were just like, hey... <laughs> You guys seen a blonde dude about five six, five seven? And they were like, "No." I go um, spend like three hours with someone, and y'all like start turning over the town. It's because you didn't you didn't bring your phone. Yeah, because I wanted so, to to give you guys an idea of what happened. I wanted it to feel like old school. I hate having home. Me, I hate having my with phone. With me and two of Aiden's friends, who I've since become friends with, um, and I. Uh, we were all at this one bar, and then they wanted to go to a bar that I don't particularly like, so I went home. And I you mean Molly's? Yeah, it was like it was like one in the morning, um, and then like an hour and a half later, his his buddies Rex and Pat show up at my door. They're like, "Yo, is Aiden here?" And I'm like, "Nah, he was with you guys last I saw him." They're like, "Ah, oh, you know, we can't find him. It's probably like two a.m. at this point. So maybe I left earlier. Maybe I left at like eleven thirty or twelve. Um, and so we walk all over town looking for Aiden, and then he just shows up at like three, four in the morning. And we're like, "Where were you?" Um, but yeah, so at one point I was like asking the cops if they'd seen him. I was asking the bouncers at bars if they'd seen him. Nobody had seen him. Um, but yeah, uh, if you go out drinking, bring your phone because if you disappear, your friends will. Stay up into the wee hours of the morning. I was fine, by the way. Yeah, he was fine. It was just like not. I just went and did my own thing for, for a while. Rest of us. Um, also, uh, trust me, Nerf is not over. My nieces and nephews have like fully auto Nerf machine guns. That's the thing, though. That that is Nerf being over because now it's just airsoft with foam darts. You know, I miss I miss having the the Nerf guns where like, you know, you you could like single shot revolver it and just be like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, those were fun. Now kids are walking. Up. We had a friend who had one of the early Nerf machine guns and he attached a car battery to it. Huh? He had like the yeah, it was like one of the belt fed Nerf machine guns, like the original. Like this must have been two thousand eleven. Yeah, maybe two thousand ten. A car um, battery. It's before we it's before we started playing airsoft, yeah. So it must have been like before 2012. Um Yeah, and he attached a car battery to it. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, because it probably blew obviously, the blew the obviously it didn't like, work. GPU or whatever it was on it. I don't think the Nerf gun had a graphics processing unit. Yeah, it was just the first thing that came into my mind, sorry. <laughs> this is my Nerf gun. It's got an NVIDIA GTX 3070. <laughs> that would be actually hilarious. Runs Battlefield like it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, VR Battlefield with Nerf guns? I'm down. You don't need the VR at that point. You just have the Nerf guns. <laughs> Dude, if you had the imagination, you, you could make your backyard feel like Normandy. If you had the imagination, you could do anything. Like, make your backyard feel like Normandy. Great. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, just a heads up, it is nine oh two. Yeah. So we should so probably wrapping up. Yeah. If you got any questions, uh, now is now is your last. This is last call. Um, this is last call. Yeah. <laughs> Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I think they're all home already. What well, is here? Here is now. Oh God, this is this is already too much. <laughs> Dude, the wonder the wonder years did this to me last night. They're like. They got really deep. Um, and then All Time Low did it too. They had like some backing track thing um, that like they would go off for a couple minutes and it would like roll through. Oh my God. You would roll through some stuff and I was looking out and I was like, it, this is blowing my mind right now. This is, I am not prepared for this. Like I'm too, I've been standing for five hours. I'm just trying to listen to some music and you guys have me thinking about like if we're living in a simulation. <laughs> It was a robot saying that it was faded. And I'm like, I... interesting. Robot smoking weed. And if so, how? Maybe they put 10 ME10 the getting another tattoo. Or you need to like show us these tattoos. Bro, what time is it? <laughs> she says she's always getting tattoos when she, when she watches our streams. Yeah. What? This is 11 streams. How much, like, How surface area do you have left? How much money do you have? <laughs> yeah, that's another good point. <coughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How big are these tattoos? Yeah, like... Exactly, like... I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to hop off of here for sure. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I might hop on Twitch or something. Yeah, you might as well. Perhaps. Do some Warzone. I, I came in third with randoms the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So what are you doing after this? I don't know. I know uh, Rex and Pat wanted to get on at some point, but I have Warzone. no idea what I'm going to play. See, What's see that? If they want to do Warzone. See if they want to do Warzone. Or Pat might. Rex play. won't because he, um, he refuses to download the game. Fair. Yeah. He just... For some reason, he's just like, yeah, I just don't want to like have another game that I'd spend time on. And I'm like, yeah, but oh, it's okay. not... she's getting a sleeve. Got it. So that makes that makes a little bit more sense. Yes, that makes a lot more sense. I have no tattoos. My skin is pure. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I would want permanently on me. So uh, the Lore Lodge logo, obviously. <laughs> I want to put that right beneath my belly button. It, I mean, if you got it without the words, like, it'd actually be a pretty cool tattoo. It would, absolutely. It would be very scary to most people, but it'd be cool as shit. <laughs> Emmy has 10% of Aiden's TikTok followers on her Patreon. <laughs> That's how she can afford all the tattoos. <laughs> That's fantastic. Ooh. All right. Oh, uh, the for those of you that are interested, uh, the $25 tier on the Patreon now is going to be um, a signed canvas print of the logo. And they're actually, we got one for the guy who drew the logo. Uh, they're actually very nice. Um, they're very, very nice. So that is something to, to look into. Um. 
if you have funds. Also, just just so people know, we actually don't make any money on the first month of Patreon subscriptions because we have to spend money on whatever the perks are. Uh, I don't know why I felt like mentioning that. It just seemed relevant. <laughs> yes, we have not made much money at all. Yeah, I went I went and I ran through like my my bank account because we're going to be getting the the last of the. Uh, revenue from august coming in in like a week and i was like trying to figure out how much i spent on on the business versus how much we made and i was like oof should get better after this month because i have expenses for august yep like like the business filing and everything um would you guys be opposed to me working the logo into this no, no i would not be opposed to that at all go for it em yeah if you send it we'll Post a picture of it on the Mortal Lodge Instagram and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, go for it. That's what, what, what is the, what's the theme of the sleeve? Out of sheer curiosity. I'm assuming it's just things she likes. Yeah. Also, uh, the handwritten notes. Um, I am working on getting uh, Lore Lodge logo note cards. Um, like, I'm either going to do postcards or uh, like thank you note style things, um, just folding ones. But once we uh, once we get those in, I will start getting those written and sent out. But it's just a matter of actually getting the, the logo printed and everything. Um, this is one of those things where like we have to wait for some of the money to come in before we can actually get the the uh, tiers, the bonuses, yep. and everything out. Um, hopefully, we'll be at a point soon where when people sub, we can get that stuff out immediately. Uh, but right now, it's pay the rent first and then <laughs> get stuff out. Yeah, we have a lot I'm of just expenses. catching up, but what bars are in Phoenixville? Oh, ain't that the question? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, well, number one is Bistro on Bridge. That is the beginning of the night bar for sure. Um, I disagree with you. What do you consider <laughs> just, the beginning night? I, okay. At no point do I ever willingly go to Molly's, but like, I. Well, Molly's okay. is where we all inevitably Bistro, end up. Bistro, yeah, I guess Bistro is kind of like a, a beginning of the night bar. Yeah, because they close at 12. Um, and so, yeah. it, like, usually our night starts at like 10 or later. Okay, so here we go. Um, just downtown Phoenixville alone. We've got Iron Hill, Bluebird, Sedona, uh, Great American Pub. We also got, uh, let's see, uh, Il Graneo, not really a bar, it's more of an Italian restaurant with a bar, Molly's, Phoenix Lounge, Root Down, um, Steel City, Bistro, PJ's, Rec Room. Uh, Rec Room's fun. What, what's the... Um, Crowded Castle, uh, Stable 12, Bistro Dos, Uncle B's, and that's just on Bridge Street. I haven't had their buffalo chicken pizza yet, but now you've inspired me. I will get it at some point in the near future. I do. Yeah, I've had their pizza. It's pretty good. I'm a big pizza guy. When we we go to. um, Oh, that is putting it as an understatement. 
Yeah. This dude finishes an entire pizza himself when we go to Great American Pub. Listen, it's tasty. Listen, it's that how? Where do you put it? It's so much. This ta- Fitzwater Station, where is that? Because that looks kind of cool. That's over down by, uh, ooh, we should go there sometime. What's it called? This tavern in a restored 19th century building on the school canal serves pub fare and drinks. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's, it's over It's over in Montclair. Got it. When I no longer have mono, I'm down to go. Yeah. All right. Well, that, I think, is probably a good place for us to end the night. Um, I would so, say so, yes. Yeah. Mostly because I have to pee. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, remember to check out the links in the, uh, the description if it's there. Yeah, co. That's Instagram, Snapchat, uh, merch, Patreon, Discord, everything. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, there's a lot going on in the Discord. I try to get into the Discord a couple times a day, but usually I get intimidated and I run away quickly. Um, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Also, I'm very frustrated with Discord because we spent half an hour trying to get my microphone to work and it simply wouldn't. Um, but yeah. So <laughs> If any of the mods everybody. are here, feel free to try and help them out. I did, didn't find a solution didn't work i am a boomer um <laughs> yeah but uh, boomer will thank you everybody live. for tuning in for everybody who sent super chats thank you very much you are you are helping us pay the bills yes um, <laughs> very much so more than you know <laughs> i'm also currently in my parents house working on getting out yeah. well i technically am out already but i just have to move stuff out after i wrap up mono yeah all right Yes. Adios, everybody. Aiden's in charge of the stream, so I have to wait for him to shut it down. Yes. All right. Thank you, everybody.